0: I have the privilege of sharing God's word as everybody is thinking about the soup they're about to eat. So let's for like 20 25 minutes focus. One of my scriptures is let's pay even greater attention to God's word. Amen. So let's take 20 minutes third well it says 31 4 minutes, but I'll try not to be that long. <laughs> wow normally my brother laughs at me or my father-in-law but that was Nancy wow that's hurtful Ooh. I don't know if I can go on here. but I will alright God's great awesome isn't he on Friday night um, it was raining hard and the water in our pond in our backyard was rising, and it covered half of our lawn. came up. Uh, if anybody been to our house, that, that's coming up quite a ways. And my, Brenda had to use the washroom at about 1230 that night. And she walked into the hallway, and it was squishy. And uh, so I know she had a busy day, and she was going to have a busy day on Saturday. So I said, you just go to bed. I'll just kind of clean up. I stayed up literally all night. I did not go to bed. Just towel after towel, wringing it out. And the water just kept coming up. And the water table on our property rose up underneath the house and pushed its way through little cracks in different places. And But, but, I just kept praying. It was like 2 o'clock. The Lord, help me get through till about 6 o'clock when Brenda wakes up and can wring out some towels. And, and then she went and bought a water vacuum. But you know what? Through the night, I, 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 was, I remember watching news stories of people down in the states where their water came up to like three feet in their basement. I just kept thanking the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that this water is just in these five areas of containment. <laughs> and through the night, I was just being thankful. Through the night, I was... I, I, all these different thoughts. I was thinking, you know, Paul and his buddy, Barnabas or Silas, I forget which one. He, he went on missions trips with both of them. We're in a jail cell, and they praised the Lord. No, no matter what the situation you might find yourself in, it doesn't change who God is. And no matter where you find yourself, what you, you're going through... Always take the time to be thankful and to bless our Heavenly Father and our Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Always, no matter what's happening. So that was my Friday night. I didn't sleep at all. Then Saturday was just mopping up, vacuuming up water, washing floors. Um, but it's, it's dry and uh, we don't have to put an insurance claim in, Pastor David. So that's good news. Pastor David started the year, and, and he sent out a message to our, our pastoral team and said, I really feel Psalms 112 is a real good way to kick off the year. And I read it, and I thought I was going to have a chance on January 4th or 5th, whichever that first Sunday was, and I didn't get the mic. He hogged it. He hogged it the whole time. I sat on the stair there waiting, 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 and I didn't get it. But that's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding you, Pastor David. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I'm not offended. I'm not offended. <laughs> but he told us to look at it. And I, I just started reading it, and, and right away, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy that likes to, to look at the words and then look at what the Greek, uh, in this case, the Hebrew or the Greek say behind it. And you know what? I got stopped right in verse 1. How blessed is the man who fears the Lord, and, and I don't want to, that wasn't the one that triggered me, but fear the Lord. It's good to have a healthy fear for the Lord, Amen. It's critical in our lives to have that fear, that honor, that respect, that reverence, that submission to the Lord. But I want to look closely at the next line. Who greatly delights in his commandments. Who greatly delights in his word, his precepts, his testimonies. Well, Here's what really just jumped out at me. When I went to the word delight... It means in the Hebrew. It means to incline. To incline means literally to bend. That's what. And the first thing that hit my mind was, there was a movement a few years ago was lean in. You know, whatever you lean into, whatever you lean towards, whatever you apply yourself to, you're going to be good at. You're going to excel. You're going to grow. What do you lean into? What are you leaning into? I remember I loved the Canucks. I loved them. I still enjoy them, but I, I, I just record every game and, and be able to sit down in the evenings and watch it. And I just enjoyed that and leaned into that. Or leaned in. I loved playing soccer, and I leaned into soccer and... Uh, but things in our lives we, we lean we can lean into where it actually distracts us and t- pulls us away from God, his word, his house. So today I want to ask the question, what are you leaning into? I just Google searched lean in because it was it was a movement. I don't know if you ever remember commercials on TV, the NBA basketball players were talking like lean in to your family, lean in to your school, like lean in. Here's what when I went and Googled it, I did the Google. Lean in means get involved. Dig in. So what is the psalmist saying here? Dig in. God's Word here's what happens we, we read Psalms 112 I'm gonna read a few verses from there how blessed is the man who fears the Lord who greatly delights in his commandments his descendants will be might whoo mighty on the earth wealth and rich whoa wealth you know we just glossed over verse 1 and we just get into the blessings the wealth the riches his light rises, and we just, we gloss over the fear of the Lord, and we gloss over the delighting in Him, right. and we just jump into all the blessings and all the woos kind of stuff, and then when, when it actually doesn't happen in our lives, we sit there, and we're like, well, I thought God was a God of blessing, and God was a God of, of wealth and riches, and, and, and. And then we just kind of give up. And we say, oh, I guess this religion thing doesn't really work, or God's word doesn't really work. But we don't sit and actually look and pay attention. Oh, there's that preacher talking about strings attached. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, God offers his salvation. Absolutely. Come to him. Repent. Give your life. Didn't. It it cost him his life. And he's. We just need to repent and receive. However. However, if you want to grow. You can't just eat junk food. How many have had children. And realize your children don't grow. They didn't. They didn't necessarily do anything to be born. But they need to actually do something to grow properly. Amen? And if they just feed on junk food or not feed at all on something that's healthy and good for them, they're not going to grow. They're not going to mature. Or they'll grow to some degree, but with deficiencies, Amen? So what do you lean into? Are you leaning in your Christian life into junk food? I love, I really enjoyed the message last week, Matthew, uh, John 15. What does it say? If, you are a, you, if you're connected and you remain, if you get connected and you stay connected to the vine as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself neither can you except you be connected and that connection isn't like a branch doesn't decide to jump off the vine and then later come back and jump into the vine that that just doesn't work you need to remain a great challenge in society especially in today's age where, where we have these phones and ipads and all kinds of stuff is pay attention stay connected stay connected um, I, I forget who we were talking to. Somebody said, hey, did you see the Snapchat? And then somebody said, Snapchat? Like, that's old. <laughs> like, what? It's, what is it called now? TikTok? I, I haven't even heard of TikTok. It's like, I thought it w- when I first heard TikTok, I, I read a headline. I thought it was a new song that was out. I, okay, it's a, a song. <laughs> Thank you. Well, oh, yeah, hey, I, I, there we go. Not that dumb, I guess, but... <laughs> But, 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 things move so fast. You buy a computer today, hey, you buy that, that, that phone, the phone, it just drives me crazy. You buy the phone, and a year from now, it's old, and you need to upgrade. You buy a laptop, and in about 18 months, it's slow, even though it was the gr- latest and greatest. Our society moves so fast fast changes so fast things happen so fast kids grow up so fast and what does jesus say who just slow down slow down stay connected rem- remain that's like a foreign word to our our thinking and in our concepts remain stay dwell dwell He that dwelleth will bear fruit. And in today's society with things moving so fast, so many things that just want to grab our attention, want us to take us here, want to take us there. God is telling us, stay focused. Stay focused. Stay connected. Stay, stay on me. Lean into me incline yourself to me don't go for the latest and greatest self-help book it's again all these crazy new fads that come along that grab our attention for six months that's what i love about god's word it doesn't matter which month you're in what year you're in my head hurts that are, I don't know if man-to-man, ladies, Bible study. Um, the, the, revelation. It's kind of like when your brain hurts, you know, because God it just has so much information. He downloads it. Man, I, I sit and I read my Bible, and then, okay, i got to play solitaire for a little while because my brain is just, whoa. I, okay, i got to sit and just digest that for a little while. And, and Brenda will say, will look over me, and I'm sitting there with my eyes closed. And she goes, I thought you were studying. I said, (laughs) but I literally, the word of God is that amazing, that powerful, that awesome, that you just, he'll just show things to you in his word. I remember just one time I said, Lord, I want to read your word and just show me, just show me something. And and I literally sat down, I read, and it was like the first verse, and it was just like all these things. It's amazing when you lean into, into God, into his word, how he'll just bring it alive. And it takes you about 30 seconds, one verse, two verses, and words will just pop out that you had had just glossed over. Lean into, lean into his word, lean into your relationship with him, lean into him. And then verses two all the way through eight. Then read those. Lean in. Let go of inhibitions. How many times we want to, God inspires something, uh, reveal something, put something in our life, and we're like, oh, that's amazing, I want to go do that, and then about 30 seconds later, it's like, okay, what are they going to think of me? What are, you know, what about this, what about that? Lean into God, and he seems to take care of things. Lean into him, and it doesn't matter what my neighbor thinks. I remember, (laughs) I went to a Christian school. I remember when (laughs) I raised my hand, like, worship time. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about raising your hands in worship, but I love it. But but I remember as a kid, it was like, awesome worship, and my heart's just like it. And it's like, I want to raise my hands. And it was like, okay, what? I'm going to look silly. I mean, people are going to, like, you know, my especially my friends, they're going to, like, oh, wow, he's weird now. He raised his hand. I remember going through this battle, but I want to raise my hands. Sometimes you just got to lean in. Let go of those inhibitions of what people are going to think about you and just let it go for God. And just, now I just, <laughs> oh, no, I can't say that, but. Now I I love worship. Doesn't matter where I am, whichever church I might go to, I could just raise my hands in it because you know what? It's all about connecting with God, not about connecting with the person behind me or in front of me. And it's it's about God. And a song will just start, and it's just like, oh, God, you're just so amazing. Boom. So lean into, lean in. Shut the TV off sometimes. Lean into God. Oh, I'm going to miss the third period. It's okay. It's okay. You know, there's a thing called Sportsnet. It comes on at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and it goes all night long. And it'll show the same highlights, show you the most important parts of that third period. So shut off the TV sometimes. Lean into God. Lean in. Let go of inhibitions. It's okay what some people think about you. Overcoming concerns, that's just kind of the same thing. Stop waiting for an invitation. Most people, there are some people, I've been in bank lines, and some people will just tell you all about their life just like boom. (laughs) And you go, hurry up, tellers, hurry up. (laughs) Got to get through this line. (laughs) So some people don't need, you know, stop waiting for invitations. This month, servant, lose some inhibitions about what somebody's going to think about you. And lean in. Lean in. Delight greatly. Lean in. Here's some thoughts about leaning in. It's intentional. I think we talked about that a lot. In, in recent years, it's intentional, it's a, it's purposeful, lean in, there, you know, you can, we're going to look at a, another a passage, and whoa, 12 minutes, I just did 20 minutes, just like that, oh my, I got to speed it up, I'm only on, ooh, 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 I got to press into my notes, <laughs> stop talking so much, press into my notes, um, and now I forgot exactly where I was, but uh, it's so easy to drift in life. That's where I was, and I drifted <laughs> off. <laughs> it's so easy to get sidetracked. It's so easy to lose focus, I'm sure. I don't know if you've ever had a boy. Boys are really interesting that way, they can look at you straight in the face, and you give them an instruction. Okay, and I'm a boy, so my wife can look at me, tell me something. I'm looking straight at her because she sometimes grabs my face. Focus. <laughs> I hate it. When, have you ever said, I, I don't know. Anyway, we won't go there. But, <laughs> but I, she, I look at her and literally I turn around and I'm walking out the door to, with the keys in my car. And so like, I got to turn around. Okay, sorry, honey. <laughs> I didn't hear a word you said. I was looking at you straight in the face, and I didn't hear a word you said. What did I need to pick up? And it's so easy to lose focus. <laughs> you know, have you ever seen the movie? I think it's called Up. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon kids movie. But <laughs> he has a dog. I think it's the dog. And all of a sudden, he's talking to the dog, and the dog goes, squirrels. Because <laughs> the the dog is so easily distracted, squirrels. Like I sometimes actually do that with Brenda. She'll be talking to me and I'll look away, oh squirrels, because it's so hard to focus sometimes. <laughs> but but that's what's it's leaning in is about focus. It's intentional, it's about pressing in. It's cause it's so easy to let things slip. It's easy to be casual about something easy to to neglect your Christian life be casual about your Christian life be unfaithful about your Christian life it's so easy with today's in today's society with so many things that just want to grab our attention but but the psalmist God's word says pay attention pay attention I want to look real quickly because I'm under 10 minutes now Plus, I gave you five minutes back, so I got four minutes and 45 seconds. Uh, You know what? I I just love the book. Uh, Sometimes you get into a book, and it's just like, oh, you just keep going back. Uh, Hebrews. I just love Hebrews. And uh, chapter 1 talks about Jesus Christ, the exact representation of God. And it talks about Jesus and his distinction from angels. It talks about how he's so much better. Actually, through the whole book, it's about how Jesus Christ is so much better. Better than the angels. Better than the old priesthood. Um, better covenant. Blood. Much better. So all of these things about Jesus Christ. So much better. Then verse chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, because Christ and Jesus are, not and, because Jesus Christ, it's not and. Because Jesus Christ is so much better, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest attention to the things that we have heard. So obviously, this guy was around when Jesus was there because he heard Jesus. They, they have a, they ha- there's a great debates about uh, who the author of Hebrews is. But he gives them a a little bit of a clue. We must give more earnest heed to the things that we have heard, which was Jesus speaking. Lest we drift. Lest we drift. Literally, the word heed means turn the mind. I don't know how... I've been to some great conferences and it says take some time in the in the morning five minutes start with five minutes do you know five minutes is like an eternity have you ever sat down for five minutes and tried to think of God's word like just straight for five minutes how many of you have now some of you might be better than I am but I get about 45 seconds in and man I start thinking about my day And then I got to turn my mind back. And I look down at my watch and it's like three minutes, but two and a half of those were thinking about what my day was going to look like. So then I got to turn my mind. Pay, keep that verse up there, don't let it disappear. Earnest heed, give greater attention. Earnest means to an even greater degree than before. You guys, you walked with Jesus, you heard him speak, you saw him minister. Now, now now that Jesus is, has ascended, you have to actually focus to an even greater degree. Because I'm sure those guys walking around, you know how much they missed? Three and a half years with Jesus. And you know when he was about to be ascended? So, Jesus, when is the kingdom? When, when is Israel going to take over the world? And Jesus had to say, okay, guys, I talked to you about this before. My kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is within you. And yet, so the, for three and a half years, they, they kind of missed the point. Because on the day of ascension, they wanted to know when the kingdom was, you know, going to happen, naturally speaking. And so they totally missed. So now he's the writer of Hebrews. Okay, guys, you got to pay attention even more to what Jesus taught us. Pay attention even more. and And so in the morning, meditating and thinking about Jesus, his word, it's like, You've got to keep turning. Literally, it means to turn the mind to. It's totally intentional. You do it on purpose. Now, as you get better at it, it becomes more natural. But you need to turn your mind. What? To the things that Jesus taught us. Lean into. Lean into. Attend. Here's here's what this Greek word heed means, attend to be attentive, focus to pay attention, literally tell yourself, pay attention now, just like maybe some of you are doing right now, you're thinking about soup, you're thinking about the Super Bowl, you're thinking about the wings, and and it's like, no, no, pay attention, focus, 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 pay attention, Attend, attend, like you have to being attentive. Don't just come to church and then sit on your phone. (laughs) Sit on your phone and and totally miss what Pastor Daniel is saying. (laughs) Attend church to be attentive. Listen to what the Holy Spirit's been saying through the worship time. God has a lot to say. He's got a lot to say. And are you paying attention? Are you leaning in? Are you leaning in? Okay, I'm into my last five minutes of overtime. Why do we need to pay attention? Why? Lest we drift. Here's what let slip, let drift, drift away. In the King James it says let slip. Here's what it means. To let it glide by. Have you ever heard the, the phrase, are you picking up what I'm putting down? (laughs) <laughs> I've never said that to my wife. <laughs> you should have seen my wife like, whoa, what's... No, I've never said that to my wife. So don't worry. She's, she's, she's like... Oh my. I better stop. But uh, pick up what the Holy Spirit is putting down. Pick it up. Lean into it. Focus on it. Pay attention. Give earnest Heed, or else it's right on by. Here's here's a. It only ha- that phrase drift away, let slip only happens once. Here's the other meaning, lest you get carried away. Not only can the information, the message from the Holy Spirit, kind of slip by. And and go pastors, but in the Greek, it also means that you yourself are open to deception and can be carried away. Focus, lean into what God has to say, lean into what the Holy Spirit is saying, or you yourself open yourself up to deception, to lies, to misinformation, to fake news. Focus. Pay attention. As you lean in, and I got one minute. I love the last verse. Here's here's a great story to read if you want. Go to 2 Chronicles. There's a king named Asa. It talks about how he leaned in. And God gave him victory, the nation of Israel peace. And as soon as he let things drift, He gets into a war and he literally relies on a a foreign heathen king to get him out of his trouble. Boom. The Lord came to him through a prophet and said, You know what? You asked for his help. Now he's escaped out of your hand. There's a lot of things that we rely on that are not godly. It might not be a sin, but it's, it's taking your attention, it's taking your focus, it's robbing you of your time, and, and you give yourself, you lean into that. And like King Asa, what he leaned into, now God said, God said to him, now he's escaped, that thing has escaped out of your hand. Anyways, read that. 2 Chronicles. His life, his life is 2 Chronicles 14, 15, and 16. Three chapters of his life. Amazing story. But I want to look at Psalms 112. Go down to the last verse, 10. Here's what... When I read this chapter about a month ago, Pastor David had sent it and said, look into this chapter, read it. I really feel this is important. So actually, the title of my... My, my message was, on my computer, was lean in 2020. Lean in this year. This year, make it your focus to, to lean in to God. Lean in to your relationship with Him. Lean in to His Word. W- look at what will happen. Verse 10, Cora, if you can put that up there. The wicked. The wicked. And in different verses... It talks about the wicked being the enemy, wicked being of darkness. So the things that want to hold you back, the things that want to knock you down, the things that want to keep you from your destiny, the things that want to keep you from victory and overcoming, those things that want to drag you down. However, when you lean into God and into His Word, those things... They will see it and they will be grieved. The things that have kind of ruled over you, they will fall away. Those things who I want to drag you down will no longer drag you down when you lean into God and His Word and in your relationship with Him. They will, those things, they will gnash their teeth, which was a sign of anger, a sign of agitation. You will knock the teeth. Out of those things that are holding you back. Those things that want to grab you. Take a hold of you. And cause you not to live an abundant life. In whatever area that is. You'll knock the teeth out of them. When you lean in. They will melt away. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2. It talks about the rulers of this age. Wickedness. Darkness. Satan himself will fade away. They're melting away. They are coming to nothing. When you lean into God, when you lean into His Word, when you pay attention, focus on what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Be obedient. Pay attention. Follow after. Pursue. Lean in. The enemy's hold, the enemy's ability to drag you down will fade away and they'll melt. And literally, the the kingdom of darkness, its desire will perish. When you lean in, when you lean in, I really, when, when, when I read that the first time, the Holy Spirit was just like, wow, if, if we can lean in, lean in the victories that will come, the overcoming. Here's some of the, I'm going to read them real quick. Because when, I can't find him. God's word, the things that Jesus taught, said, ministered, those are keys. Those are keys to overcoming. You want an overcoming life? Pay attention to what Jesus taught. He was our prototype. Hebrews chapter 1. He's our prototype. He's our example. He is literally was the exact image of what the Father represented in heaven. Well, he was the representation of that on earth. The exact. So focus in. Pay attention to what Jesus said. When you do that, those, he gives us the keys to, to a whole life, to a victorious life, to a healed life. When you lean into God himself. His Word, when you lean in, your life will change. The power of darkness will literally melt away when you lean in and when you focus on what God's Word has to say about a situation. Amen? I know we've started the year already. We're already a month past into it. Today, O2022020. How do you like that? How do you like that? It's a mirror day. It's a mirror day where we look at Jesus. Literally talks in, in, in First Corinthians. I think it's chapter three or second. It talks about looking at this glass. It's a mirror. Today is your mirror day. To say yes, I need to lean in this year. As you lean in, as you focus, as you pay attention, as you pursue, stop worrying about what people think about my dedication, my life. Stop worrying about it. Stop worrying about what what somebody will say when you raise your hand. I mean, I remember I was probably ten years old, thinking, okay, just and I couldn't do it. I just <laughs> literally couldn't do it. Stop worrying about what people are going to think and just go for it. Just go for it. Just go for it. Lean in. As you do that, the stuff that was holding you back, the enemy that was trying to trip you up, make you stumble, as you lean in, the the enemy will lose its effectiveness in your life. Amen. How many of you want to dedicate yourself to some degree of greater leaning in this year. Amen. Lean in, lean in, lean in. Amen. Let's stand. I want you to just take a minute, 30 seconds. What are some things that you lean into that you need to stop leaning into? King Asa, he made an alliance. With a heathen king. He leaned in. It says he relied on. Literally he relied on, which means he leaned on. That's what the Hebrew word meant. He leaned on the heathen king. Instead of leaning on Jesus Christ. I want you to take ten more seconds. Think, what do I lean on that I need to stop leaning on? What do I lean into? Time spent, attention, focus. What am I focusing on that I need to stop focusing on? Just think about things that rob your attention. Things that make you feel bad about yourself, make you feel shameful. And I'm not talking about things that have been done in the past. I'm talking about things right now that you lean into. Things in your life that you lean into. And literally the next morning you might wake up and say, that was so stupid. You get to the end of your day and think, man, I just wasted four hours on blah, blah, blah. And I didn't lean into God's word at all. Maybe there's something in your life, and I don't know, issues that you might have—anger, greed, envy, strife, things that that I mean, I, I I I can focus on something that somebody did to me, literally think about it, and play over 15 different scenarios. Of the next time I see that person, and I waste literally an hour or two going over it in my head, and literally my spirit is getting angry, my spirit is getting mean, and I lean into this thought process that is robbing me of life, robbing me of joy, it robs me of peace, all kinds of things, all kinds of things in our lives can literally rob us. And it's the thief that comes to steal, and he kills, and then he destroys. What in your life do you need to let go of? And now, what in your life do you need to grab a hold of? I want you to take 30 seconds and Allow the Holy Spirit. I'm going to actually stop talking. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to to, to listen to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to give you a few things that this is what you need to lean into, that you need to grab a hold of in this coming year. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds right now. What do you need to lean into? Now, I want you to think about those one, that one thing, maybe two things, maybe three things. Charlene, I I listened to that podcast you sent me. Here, here's a key. Here's a step to move in that direction. Discipline yourself to start. What's what's one thing? Think of it. It might be really simple. It doesn't matter how simple it is. If you don't have the discipline to actually start. Start. It takes self-discipline. I know. I know. Sometimes I need to shut the power. I need to hit the power button on my TV remote sometimes. I need to hit it sooner. I do not need to watch Sportsnet three times in a row. And sometimes I need to hit the power button a little earlier in my evening and change my focus turn my mind but it takes a little bit of discipline to make that first step takes a little bit of discipline to say no if I want changes in my life I can't just keep doing the same stuff over and over I need some discipline to change and turn my, turn my mind make it a commitment right now to the Holy Spirit that this week I'm going to turn my mind. Even if you just just start with something simple, easy, whatever. Let's take 30 seconds right now. Holy Spirit, as you probe my mind, Holy Spirit, as, as you nudge my spirit, Holy Spirit, let me have the discipline. Lord, I commit to, to a little bit of self discipline this week, that as you nudge me, I will turn my mind from the things that just rob my attention so quickly. I will turn my mind and give heed to what you are saying. I will lean in. Lord, this morning, we make it our commitment for 2020. I make it a commitment for 2020 to lean in to a greater degree to your word, to hearing your voice, to paying attention to what you're saying. I lean in to you, to your word, to your kingdom. I lean in. And everybody said, Amen. Lord, we just thank you for your word. Your word is so alive, so alive. Help us to lean in to your word. And Lord, as we, as we walk out and we move over to the gym to, to, to enjoy each other's fellowship and enjoy this soup, bless, bless this food now to our bodies. Help it to bring nourishment and help our fellowship to bring nourishment to our souls. In your name we pray. And everybody said